Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. You know, for us to get out there and give ourselves a chance against that team, they're number one for a reason. They got the most dominant player in the country, and then they shoot it, uh, you know, almost 40% as a team around him. So they put you in a really difficult position. But I thought our guys really followed the game plan. I thought both ends of the floor, we played exactly how we needed to play. Welcome back here to Hurt Out Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We are live from the Hurt Out Sports Bar and Grill. You can also catch us on the Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube streams where Jordan W. says, Robbie Lula, a man of great taste with the white monster. I mean, no free promos, but got to stay awake. You know, it's a it's an early morning. Here. Not a fan of the white. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I'm not really a fan of monster, though. So I, I guess that... I shouldn't tear down your choice. The specific flavor. Because I don't like the the energy drink. Yeah, there's certain energy drinks that have like a little bit of an aftertaste that I don't love, and this one doesn't have an aftertaste, to me at least. Yeah, I like I don't like Red Bull. I, I don't love Red Bull. Um no. I don't like Monster. Maybe I just don't like energy. I like C four. <laughs> That's okay to me. Um, I, Bang used to be my thing and now <laughs> it's not anymore. Because I, I drank it too much. Yeah, you kind of got oversaturated yeah, with it. Yeah, so Bang's kind of overrated to me. I'm on the Celsius kick now. Yeah, my wife. Why am I it. talking about all these brands? Like, screw uh, that. I don't. Yeah. You, I, if if you want to be talked about on the show, you, got, you can give us a call. Yeah, so you can sponsor 8 We have plenty of things. I, that you can sponsor. I will like whatever energy drink you have to offer. <laughs> um, what. The energy drink for Nebraska, early in the game at least, was what co- gave them wings. Was Casey Tominaga. He, re- I think, early on his performance because he, they did a better job on him. They just they were blanketing him. They were basically face guarding him in the second half for much of that second half. But in the first half, I think he helped get Nebraska to the point where they not only believed they could win, but they could see a path to victory, and. He went through some stretches there in the first half. It was kind of, if I remember right, it was him and Sam Hoiberg that went through a stretch that stretched that lead out to double digits late in the second in the first half there. And yeah, the 13-0 run. Yeah, and I think that's where Nebraska really started to be like, oh, not just we can hang with this team, but oh, we can beat this team. Like we can go out and beat this What's team. What's funny is they knew that though before the game even started. I know, but it once it starts, because here's here's the difference between this game and like Wisconsin, for example. They went up to Wisconsin believing they could win that game and knowing they could win that game and knowing they could hang with them, and then they got kind of punched in the mouth early, and it felt like they never totally recovered from that. They started off what eight to two in this one. Right. They they punched Purdue in the mouth. But first. I don't think it's a Nebraska thing. I think it's more of a Purdue thing and coming in. Knowing the history of this matchup at the vault mm-hmm. of, guys, this game's always close. Like last year, we were the three. I think they were the three. And this game went to overtime. And 
this Nebraska team, we scouted them. We know what they are. They're better than they were last year. Like, that's what Purdue is thinking coming mm-hmm. in. So they're kind of coming um, maybe more tense than Nebraska. So I think it's actually more of a Purdue thing entering Pinnacle Bank Arena than it is Nebraska knowing that they were going to win because you go into every game knowing that you're going to win. And I know what you're saying there with with like the Wisconsin thing. You're you have a lot of momentum. You're you're kind of feeling a little high, and you're like, okay, this is this is our thing. But then when you uh, you know get beat like you did, yeah, they kind of fall, well, they fell it, flat it, against it's Wisconsin. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a punch in the gut. Like we played well, and we still got you know tatered, beat up pretty good. Yeah, we yeah. still we we still got tatered. You come back here and you're facing the one seed, but knowing the history of this matchup, knowing how last year felt when you were so close, Nebraska had so much motivation, and they knew the fan support was going to be there, whether the weather was as bad as it was last night or not. It it just seemed like at no point did they think they were going to lose, but Purdue coming in, if they come in tense and they don't start off as strong as they have this season when they beat Tennessee, when they beat Arizona, uh, Gonzaga, they beat Marquette, uh, and all of those games where they start out strong, Nebraska will get to you. They'll, they'll get to you. They'll get under your skin. I think Nebraska, you be able to recover. I think Nebraska needed a strong first half to, to go from – the belief factor in the second From half was different than the first. To conviction, right? Like, there's there's a difference there, right? Like, you can believe, and then when you actually see it happen, yeah, believe, believe, and then no. You you you. They knew at that point, especially at that stretch where they stretched it out to double digits at the end of the first half, and that was largely Tomonaga. And then you had the shot. I believe it was just either it was just before or just after the under four timeout in the second half. The shot. I don't even know how Tomonaga got it off. Like I, have no- I don't know how he gets off half the shots he takes. <laughs> Fair. I mean, <laughs> he's like, if my hand is here, yeah. that's where the defender's body is on Keisei Tomonaga. I, and he somehow gets the ball between the hand or body of that defender up an arc and splash. Like, it, it, it's just I wash, rinse, repeat with that guy. It is. It was one of the – and I, I tweeted about it as it happened. I, I said, you know, if Nebraska holds on to this game – that's a shot that we're going to look at because there were a couple stretches where Purdue's defense started ratcheting up a little bit, and you're like, okay, Nebraska's not getting quite the looks that they want to. They're not getting uh, – they're kind of seemingly a little bit more disjointed on offense than they had been at other stretches. But that's, every time that happened, somebody hit a big shot. We mentioned the, the Juwan Gary huge shot. We mentioned the Josiah Alec. We mentioned – uh, C.J. Wilcher did it multiple times, and then that one by Casey Tominaga at the at, toward the end there was kind of the one where you're like, oh yeah, they're gonna do this, and that to me is what Tominaga like. That's the value of a Casey Tominaga, right? He's got his flaws. He is limited in certain things on a basketball court. Um, for his size and not really being a point guard, like it's, it can be tough certain situations. It can be tough to get him the shots he needs because he doesn't really necessarily create for himself the way uh, a player of his size typically does. But that right there you saw is the value of a guy like Tominaga is he can hit those shots and get you out of trouble when nothing else is going right. And that's what Nebraska has this year that they haven't had in years past. They've got, they've got a couple – get you out of trouble guys and 
I don't think they have one guy that you feel super confident that you're like, oh, he's always going to be able to do that. Yeah, he's getting the ball when we need him to get the yeah. ball in this moment. Like, if, if Creighton has a problem, they're probably going to Trey Alexander. You feel pretty good about that. And they're going to live. back up a Shireman. Yeah, and they're going to live with the results there. Nebraska has a few different options. And at some point that may come to bite them because they don't necessarily have, like, that one guy. But for right now and for last night especially, it was a huge help because Purdue couldn't key on – one guy. Uh, before we we get to, I mean, I, we'll talk about other things at some point today. Uh, but this is but it's it's, a, it's an exciting day. It's a huge day for Nebraska basketball, and it is uh, again. It might be the biggest win in program history. It's certainly. I mean, they hadn't beaten a number one team in forty one years. Uh, but I, I tweeted something out last night that I said at least for one night, Nebraska basketball is the best team in the country, and I believe that to be true. And that doesn't mean that they're – I mean, listen, this is very likely a tournament team. Things would have to go very poorly from here on out, and we haven't seen an indication of that. Like, they, there's a very good chance they'll be ranked next week. Um, that doesn't mean I think they're going to a Final Four. It doesn't mean anything. But for one night, nobody has played Purdue like this. No one. The one loss was Northwestern, Northwestern in overtime. But they that swept, was close all game. They swept through a ridiculous Maui field. No one has played Purdue like this. Purdue has been one, pretty much the best team, regular season team in the country for two years, almost. Nebraska did something to them that I haven't seen done to them, I don't think, in the last two years. Well, it's because they take away the big man, and that's what Nebraska does so, so well. And they're, think about their losses this season, okay? Mm-hmm. They lost to Creighton. Mm-hmm. They lost to Minnesota. Yep. And they lost to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yep. Okay. The reason I say they take away the big man, in two of those three losses, that's exactly what they did. The Minnesota loss is kind of like That's the outlier. Uh, yeah, and you know, I kinda kick it to the curb right now because Minnesota's actually playing decent basketball. A lot better. Yeah. Um so maybe it will age well. I, I I'm not gonna like jump on that train just yet. But you know, Nebraska that was so early in the season. I you know, forget about it, move mm-hmm. forward. But the other two losses to Creighton and Wisconsin, in those games, those teams won via the three. Mm-hmm. The, th- the three-point shooting, if that's what beats Nebraska. But when Nebraska, when Nebraska beats you, they take away your big man. Kalk only had 13 points in that mm-hmm. game. He should have had more, but he only had 13. Edie in this game only, I think, had 15. 15 points. And, and the reason he had 15 was because he was getting some, some bunnies late that – Nebraska didn't have to guard anymore because they were they were up by so much. By taking away the big man, by winning the physical battle, by double teaming your guy down low, your best player down low, Nebraska will eat you alive inside the perimeter. They will win more games because of that than they'll lose. Yeah, I think that's right, and and that's what we've seen so far this year. Uh, coming up next, we'll kind of wrap up our Nebraska basketball discussion. We'll let you know what's else, what else is coming up here on the show, and uh, we will wrap up our number one on Herd Sports Radio.